dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy, happy. Hope you're all doing well. Having a sunny day. Good. That's good. Sitting here contemplating some artwork I want to do. Get some practice in. I sort of I sort of alternate between doing that and jumping up and cleaning some of the house. And then I go back to doing what I'm doing. What the hey? You know what? I had a brainstorm today about cutscenes. So we're going to talk about cutscenes today. And we will do that after this. Okay, cutscenes. You either like them or you hate them. They're not, either they're useful to you or you're, they're not. I personally kind of like cutscenes, but I had, I couldn't figure out how to get them to work. But I think I've got a way to do it. It's simple and it doesn't take very long. Okay, follow me on this. The purpose to me of cutscenes is not for the characters, it's for the players. Now, I talk about character immersion and all that stuff. This is for player immersion. This is basically giving the players a taste of what's going on around them in the game. And I'm also going to link, I'm going to say cutscenes, but it also includes things like pre-game scenes, which I really like to do. I should do more of them. When I, play, when I run Ghostbusters, it just seems to lend itself to that because of the movie, the way, you know, the way it start, the first movie started. And I just like doing them, and I mainly do them, I just do them, I talk, uh, you know, I talk what's going on, and I play an audio with it at the end, chanting or scaring or screaming or whatever, which links right into the Ghostbusters theme. And it just sets the mood right there. It's great. So that's why I like to use them at the beginning. Here's a few things I've come up with that I've thought of for cutscenes to make them work. One, they're short. Now, I'm not saying like, why did you even do that short? More like, I wouldn't give them more than, say, five or six minutes of your time, of their time. Number two, I want, I'd like some of the players, at least one or two of the players, to play one or two of the players in the cutscene. They're not playing their regular characters. They're playing these characters here. And what would happen is I would have them interact with the other guys. I'm just going to say, this is this guy, he's doing that. This is that guy, he's doing that. You play them however you want. You know, but they this is their status. This is what they do. And you're playing against this guy. That's all I want to do. Okay, that's fine. So I get the players involved. The other thing is, if there's any kind of combat or any kind of encounter or anything like that, first of all, once again, it should be short. It should be no more than, say, maybe two turns. Maybe. You know, it'd be like once or twice exchange, and then that's it. Now, how do I do that? Simple. I give these NPC cutscene characters one stat. One stat, and since I'm doing d and I would make it 3 to 18. 
and I'm just going to say, this is your character stat. You use this for everything. For rolling strength, rolling attacks, rolling saves, you use this for everything. And if you get hit, you will take, I will say they will take a set. I'll say they take a D6 or a D4 if you want to speed it along. Everything does a D6 or a D4, depending on how you want to do it. So these characters could die, which is okay because they're not the regular characters. But the whole point of being, I'm setting up the story. So let's recap. What we do is we got no more than five minutes, maybe six. Let the, a couple of the players play the characters. And if there's combat, there's one stat for everything. And that includes the other side, too. That includes the, the NPCs that I'm playing against them. And, you know, you can, you can pretty much eyeball it. If, you're playing a, if they're playing a thug, like, say, a bodyguard or something, give them a higher stat. If they're playing a thief something or something like that, give them a lower stat. You know, just sort of eyeball it. Or, I, or you can just have a character roll or a character a, a player roll 3d6. Okay, that's your stat. Fine. You know, if, they, if they're like, you know, they're just like thugs. They're just, uh, they're just fought, cannon fodder or whatever. This way, it doesn't slow the story down. And also, one more thing. Don't give away the plot. And what I mean by that is, yes, you can talk about what they're doing but you don't want to give any kind of plot points away. What you want to do is say it's a, a cut scene in the bad guy's mansion where he's giving his thugs their marching orders. And, you know, you go here, you go here, you go here. You don't tell them what they're doing. Don't tell the players what they're doing. But I want you to be here. I want you to be here. Now, I understand that may give the player characters a it may give the players a tip off, but I wouldn't convince. I would. What I'm saying is, you can't let a metagame off of that. So you just tell them you go there, they're there. Yeah, okay. The players know they're there, but they do the characters. And if somebody decides to metagame a little on it, that's okay. I'll, I'll just you know I'll just roll with it. You know I'll, I'll let them. I'll give them a pass that time. But I will tell them is okay. Your characters wouldn't. Know, your character wouldn't know this. I'll let you. I'll let him know it this time. But uh, just fair warning. So you don't want to, and you don't want to give major play. And you can end the scene anytime you want. You can end the scene like on a big revelation. A big revelation's good. Or you can end the scene with the bad guy saying, "And now the fun begins," or they're in trouble, or something like that. And then boom, end a cut scene. Okay, you guys are over here. Blah 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 blah. Or if something really bad, if they're running against, if they're like another group running against, say, a big monster, a big bad, and you can, I'd play it out for maybe one turn if you play it out at all, but I would have them get hit real hard and maybe even die, the, the NPCs they're playing. So to me, that's a good way to play a cutscene. I think that'll work. I want to try it out of my group next time I get to run. If the, if ever, if <laughs> this whole COVID thing, I'm really going to have to get up on roll 20. But 
I would like to try that out for cutscenes next time. And you can write them out too. You know, part of your adventure saying, okay, cuts even in even in modules, things like that. If you got something going on in a module that you want to kind of foreshadow, I love foreshadowing. But also, if you're doing this at the beginning of the game, this gets the players hyped up right away. And it's almost, I like starting in media rest, which means in the middle of the action. And this could be in the middle of the action. So, you know, because, you know, you can do that that way. But, and then there's more elaborate stuff like having the characters in the middle of the action and then they, you rewind it back. How did I get into this situation? You rewind it back, whatever. That's a little too complicated. That's not really a cutscene. That's more of a flashback thing type of thing. So, I... I'm going to try that. I want to see if that works. It should really be interesting. You guys try and let me know. So I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. So I would also like to thank my patrons, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, the Jung Grognard podcast. Mark, Mark C. Walk, Mark C. Uh, Walkins. That's the Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albert podcast. And Big John Al Larges, the Red Dice Diaries. Oh, and Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.